Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm the Gnarly Gnome. Uh, this this is the Weekly Pint, and it's kind of a special Weekly Pint because I'm surprising you and just going early today. I was on the fence about how I was going to do this. It is July 3rd, which is a, uh, uh, a precursor to the holiday tomorrow. Uh, where I live here, fireworks are tonight. I'm taking my kids to the fireworks. We're going to hang out. I'm going to get uh, a, a little tipsy uh, doing that. So I figured um, instead of trying to make a show while there's fireworks happening, because it's probably about the same time that I would normally do the show, we'll just do it early. Um, <laughs> why not? Uh, I make the rules, so uh, I think it's okay. I think we're allowed to do that, uh, even if it is a show. <laughs> this would have been less of an issue before it was a show, when it used to not be a show. If you're new to this, that's how this thing started. Um, during uh, COVID, during the dark times, we would uh, gather every Monday uh, evening. We would hang out. We'd all have a drink together and uh, just sit around and talk about whatever was happening um, in life at the time. It wasn't a lot of uh, beer news because there was no nothing happening. <laughs> but things have changed since then. Uh, the world has opened back up. Beer is alive and well again. And... Um, so we still just keep getting together and drinking. Um, it is a podcast. And, well, I'll just I'll do it the hard way. I just realized I didn't hit the button. <laughs> I still can't quite get used to the idea of this being a podcast and uh, not just a live stream. So uh, sorry. I guess I don't need to apologize to you guys. I need to apologize to myself in about an hour when I have to pull the audio from uh, from the, the live stream. But uh, hopefully, hopefully you guys are off work today. Uh, if not, I'm sorry. Uh, I recognize that it's probably not as easy to uh, crack open a drink. Um, <laughs> Josh says, I'm having a Sunny D seltzer on my lunch break. I want to hear what you think about that because I kind of loved the stuff. Um, uh, let's see. Marco is drinking Athletic Light. I have not had that one yet, um, but I'm very curious about it. I, I've kind of been on the fence about a lot of their stuff. Uh, I'm going to crack one open. Got one of my Urban Artifact glasses. This is the uh, the Clasp uh, membership glass, which doesn't exist anymore. I miss Clasp. That was fun, getting a glass every year. Uh, and I'm going to crack open. This is a little bit old. It's been hanging out in the studio fridge here for a while. This is a Hoppy Lager from uh, High Grain, uh, collaboration with One in Eight, which I believe is a breast cancer awareness uh, charity, since there's pink ribbons all over it. Uh, let's see if it says anything here. Beer with benefits. 10% of taproom sales from this product benefit uh, Pink Ribbon Girls. Yeah, uh, so breast cancer. Uh, pink Ribbon... Hang on, if I can find a, a light to be able to read this. Pink Ribbon... Oh, Pink Ribbon Good, not Pink Ribbon Girls. Different, different charity. Pink Ribbon Good provides... Uh, Needed services and peer support to people affected with breast cancer and gynecological cancer. Uh, it's light, crisp, spicy with cashmere and X14 hops. This beer is made for, for the one in eight women affected with breast cancer, including friends and family of the businesses involved. Hops and malt were donated uh, by CLS Farms and Origin Malt. All right. And it was canned on 3923. So, yeah, a little little old, but not too bad. Let's see. Elijah is having water and staying hydrated while I work. Again, for everybody that's at work, sorry, you can uh, you can drink through me. <laughs> Julia says, not at work, just water right now. Still recovering from the last three days at work. Uh, we'll talk about my last uh, week or so here. It has been uh, brutal. 
Josh says, I like it a lot. Just not a fan of fake sugars. The fake sugar really sits on the tongue in a bad way. Other than that, the taste is great, though. Yeah, I mean, I you have to know what you're kind of walking into with it. It's not a it's not a, a screwdriver made with vodka and actual real orange juice. It's like a weird, uh, a, a weird fake, uh, description of <laughs> what that might taste like. <laughs> That's the best way I can describe it. But I, man, I, I drank through, uh, every single one of them that we bought when we were, uh, camping last time, which there was supposed to be a video about that, but I don't think I ever finished making it. I think it, it's always hard with some of those videos um, because sometimes it takes me too long to do something. And then at a certain point it becomes not timely anymore. And I just kind of then move on to the next thing, trying to keep things timely. Um, it's a, that's a me problem. All right. So this pours pretty, <laughs> it is uh, slightly hazy, uh, very golden orange. It's a very, I don't know, the color never, well, it translates pretty good on, on the screen. It's a pretty beer. All right, let me get my nose in here. Josh says, I liked that hoppy lager quite a bit. You drink something besides double IPAs? I didn't know that. I actually have some double IPAs packed uh, in the cooler for tonight. I'm excited about them. It's very, uh, there is definitely like a, uh, almost what I'm in my head thinking of is, uh, some kind of a, a multi thing, but I don't, that's not what that is. It's like, uh, just got foam on my nose. Um, I can't place what that aroma is, but there's definitely some stone fruit, um, Maybe some some tropical kind of notes too. All right, let me let me dive in here. Mm. Still drinking good, super crisp. But then uh, there is like a nice body to that. It's not uh, it's not just like a a really light crispy uh, lager with a bunch of hops thrown on top. There's actually balance to it. Which not that I don't trust uh, what what the, what high grain does. But I was kind of expecting something a little out of balance. Um, Elijah says, in the realm of all styles are made up, is there a difference between a hoppy lager and an IPL? <coughs> I don't know. Um, I think that there's probably a huge crossover between the two. Um, to me, a hoppy lager would uh, be less hoppy than an IPL. I I I interpret an IPL as kind of an over hopped uh, hoppy lager, whereas um, hoppy lager would be kind of a little more still true to uh, some actual real uh, lager styles. Um, like you could take a uh, a hoppy pilsner um, and kind of lean a little heavier into the hops and uh, and turn it into a hoppy lager. Uh, it's also probably just a uh, if if people disagree with that, which which is definitely okay, <laughs> um, I would I would go even further and say that I I like um, I like using the term hoppy lager over uh, IPL, just because I feel like it's uh, maybe a little a little better of a description of what you're in for. Um, I, I think 
going back to the, to the actual question of in the realm of all styles are made up. Um, I, I do not believe that statement at all. Um, I guess when you really break it down at some point, they were all made up, but they were made up by somebody, but they were describing something. Um, but I think that they're still extremely important, um, which when a lot of people say that now, um, <laughs> craft parenting, Joe says, what about milkshake IPAs? Do you have any of those in your cooler? I don't believe so. I'd have to double check. Um, I have a couple sours, uh, a whole bunch of lager, a couple IPAs. Um, I'm trying to remember what else. I might have even thrown um, some Titana Boa from Rheingeist in there just to get all uh, all crazy tonight. But I don't know if I actually ended up doing that. I think it might still be over there. I don't know. Um, going back to the the... the Styles are made up. I think styles are extremely important. And I think that when a lot of people say that all styles are made up, it's almost like they're telling us that they're not important anymore, that you can just kind of call a beer whatever you want and to hell with it. You can make it up and uh, you can call something, you know, uh, Bob's style and you're completely in your, your right to do that, which, which you are. You obviously are in your own right to do whatever you want, but you're you're doing a disservice to uh, the end customer of that product. When I pick this beer up, even hoppy lager is not a style. That's not a beer style. Um, with that being said, when you put hoppy lager on something, I know exactly what this beer is going to be. I know what I'm getting out of this. I'm not going to be surprised. Uh, if I poured this and it was a hoppy Schwartz beer, which is still a hoppy lager and it's still correct, but you've now done your customer a disservice by, by calling it that. You should call it something else. Pushing that even further, uh, if you call something a Schwarzbier and uh, it comes out like this, that's wrong, obviously, too. You're doing a disservice. Uh, but then if you call it a dark lager, I think that's okay. <laughs> so I don't think styles are made up. Uh, I think that it is it, whatever you decide to call a beer, make it up or not. Um, I think that it needs to be very descriptive of what that beer is. Um, this uh, calling things that the customer doesn't um, no, Let me rephrase that. Calling something that makes you think it's going to be one thing. And then when you get something else, I think is, uh, I think is wrong. If you call something uh, an IPA, uh, it, it better be happy um, because that's what people are expecting from it. Uh, if you call something a Pilsner, it better be light and crispy and clear because that's what people are expecting. Uh, you know, there's uh, in in that way. I think beer styles are definitely not made up, and they are uh, extremely extremely important. <laughs> get off my soapbox. Um, I'm not going to go through any beer news today, but I do have a couple things just kind of uh, getting everybody back on track of where I'm at right now. Uh, no brewcast again this week, and I will definitely explain why. Um, Elijah says that style descriptors are definitely important and should describe what I'm about to, what I'm to expect. I want a style to be called what it is. Cold IPA to me is an example of a made up, mostly nonsensical style, but I'm willing to be wrong. Uh, I, 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 Mostly agree with that. Uh, I think that um, New England IPAs at one time kind of fell into that a little bit for me too. Of uh, there wasn't enough of a consensus about what the style was 
to get everybody on board with it in the same way and also uh, to get me to know what to expect. And, and it's almost that it is still almost that way with New England IPA. If I order a new New England IPA and it's got bitterness to it, I think that's wrong because that's not what the style is. I, I should not get that when I order a New England IPA. Um, I, I, I should be ordering a light, fluffy, fruity beer. Uh, you call it a hazy IPA, and I think that there's a little more latitude of what that means, though. <laughs> so it's it's, uh, it's 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 tough with some of those newer styles. Cold IPA uh, is is extremely hard because there still is such a disagreement about what it is. Um, with that being said, I, most of the cold IPAs that I um, that I have ordered have not surprised me when I drank them. I think that uh, the flavor profile has been fairly similar on all of them, even if maybe the technique or uh, the actual styles um, are uh, uh, still in discussion (laughs) between people, (laughs) if that makes sense. Josh says, I know when I order a cold IPA that it's going to be clear and hoppy. Yes. Like it's, in, the, in that way, I think that the style doesn't surprise me uh, when I'm ordering it. But uh, there is still such a... Because uh, there are some beer styles that the technique is the style. Like there is... Um, you know, Lambic kind of falls into that with a lot of people that they think, you know, that the technique is what makes that style or the location that you make it makes that style, which is a whole other can of worms. <laughs> Um, so I don't, I don't know. It's, I should know what I'm about to drink when I order a style of beer. That's, that's the bottom line for me. Uh, like I was talking about before, there is no brewcast this week because I have been slammed with everything. So not only are the typical chaos, uh, (laughs) happening with, with work and all of that, uh, I'm replacing a fence in my yard and we're almost done. I was hoping to be done yesterday and we got close, but we're still not there yet. All of the, uh, most of, almost all of the hard work is done. It's uh, just a couple panels that need to go up now and then we are, uh, we're done. But uh, it has been <laughs> consuming every, every minute that I'm here at home. And even some of the times where I shouldn't be at home, I should be out doing something like recording a broad, uh, brewcast. Um, so, um, I'm tired and I'm sore and I have not been able to do the things that I wanted to do with, with that being said, uh, I have plans this week to record something. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to do a brewcast or if I'm just going to end up making it into a YouTube video or something. Um, and then I have a couple podcasts, uh, scheduled, um, definitely in the, the coming week. So we'll be back on a normal schedule here very soon. Uh, so sorry that uh, there's no podcast again. Um, I feel like I've apologized for no podcast weeks a lot in the last year. Um, but I also feel like my um, reasoning for them is uh, is justified. It's at least justified to me. Uh, whether or not it's to you, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but man, this, uh, uh, this, this fence project is way, way more labor intensive than I anticipated. Uh, it wasn't just like replacing the fence. The reason we had to replace the fence is because we just had so much honeysuckle out of control growing into the fence. And really the only way to, uh, to get the fence 
taken care of is to first take care of the honeysuckle, which if you've ever tried to remove honeysuckle, you know how miserable that is. Um, so we have <laughs> currently in my backyard, I have a mountain of brush. It is probably, uh, I'm going to say seven feet tall, maybe 15 feet long by 10 feet wide. It's just a massive mountain of uh, cut up honeysuckle. And then um, tons of old, horrible wooden fence piled up and then a uh, nice new fence that is almost done. So I was out there this morning um, building one of two gates, which uh, was, was fun. And uh, so my back hurts and my arms hurt and I'm tired. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking forward to the, uh, to tonight's uh, fireworks. Uh, we'll call it fireworks party that we go to um, where I just get to kind of sit in a chair and drink heavily and hopefully my kids just run around and do their own thing that's what i'm hoping for there sounds like they're running around and doing their own thing right now um, hopefully they're not uh, destroying something which they probably are <laughs> uh, but i do uh, as we kind of go into this holiday and everybody is celebrating i want to talk a little bit about what we drink when we celebrate i talked a little bit about what i'm packing in my cooler and uh on kind of the the heels of all of this um, Bud Light stuff, uh, it just it kind of got me thinking about this. As craft beer drinkers, like we've spent so much time hating on um, light beer, yet you get into these holidays like this, and that's kind of uh, what everybody's expected to drink. Um, and I, I'm not saying you should go one way or another, but I think that uh, for me. Um, I definitely drink a ton, and I mean a ton of light beer um, on holidays like this. The majority of what I'm going to be putting in a glass is going to be some kind of light crispy beer. I think tonight I'm going to go with uh, the uh, uh, everyday lager, ordinary or ordinary everyday lager. Uh, can't think of how they worded it exactly from Alexandria. Um, it's his kind of light American lager, and it is crispy and delicious and perfect for what I want. Caroline says, hi from Ikea, drinking a raspberry lemonade while Lily finishes up her hot dog snack. Uh, that sounds like a blast. <laughs> However, um, I cannot go to uh, Ikea and hang on, I'm trying to fix. Okay. Uh, I cannot go to Ikea and not get uh, meatballs. <laughs> I think that's a rule. <laughs> um, uh, so while yes, I'm going to be drinking a ton of uh, light American lager, uh, while I'm at a 4th of July party, I think it is also extremely important to throw some other craft beers into your cooler, even just to kind of uh, break up your uh, your drinking throughout the evening, but to share with people. Um, and on that note, um, share your, your light lagers too. Um, if you see somebody sitting around drinking one of those macro beers, uh, toss them one of yours. And um, I think that uh, not every time, not everybody is going to just all of a sudden have something click inside their head and be like, oh my God, this is what I'm drinking now. Um, but to sh start showing people that there are other light beers out there that are not just Bud Miller Coors. I have not gotten my hands on the new fretboard light yet. Um, if I had remembered that, I probably would have tried to snag some of that for tonight, but um, I will definitely be doing that soon. Uh, at some point in the summer, I will be drinking a bunch of that to... Uh, you know, for research purposes to make sure it's, uh, it's living up to uh, what it needs to be. 
<laughs> I always put myself out there to research for all of you guys. Um, speaking of research, I'm going to uh, research some of this. Hang on. Mm. Such a good beer. So, so good. Um, so regardless of how you guys are all celebrating the 4th, I hope that it involves having a beer in hand. Uh, take pictures. Tag me on Instagram. Show me what you're drinking while you're drinking. And uh, everybody be safe. Don't blow your uh, fingers off. You know the uh, the drill. <laughs> Caroline says, we've only seen garage beer at Kroger. Trying to get our hands on fretboards this summer. Uh, me too. Uh, I <coughs> We were at... We were at Meyer this weekend picking up some uh, random grocery stuff. Not the store I typically shop at at all, um, but it's one of my wife's favorite places to go grocery shopping. So I wasn't about to fight her. Um, and I said, oh, while we're here, I'm, I need to grab a, I'm going to grab um, some beer to throw in the garage fridge because uh, I knew that there was probably going to be some people over to our house this weekend helping with this fence project. I needed to have some light, crispy beer. And I, I, I had in my head, like, I don't care which one it is. I don't care if it's Cheetah or Garage Beer or Cold Boy from Taft's or Legendary Lager from Adria. I just need something light and crispy that's local. <laughs> there was not a single local light option at Meyer. There were there was some local craft, obviously, but and plenty of light beer, but no local craft beer that was a a light kind of crispy boy. So that uh, uh, that bothered me. <laughs> Caroline says we'll be drinking about quarter of the beer fridge between now and tomorrow night. So much day drinking tomorrow. Uh, yeah, we'll do some good day drinking tomorrow too. Um, but I need to finish. I need to finish this fence tomorrow. Is actually my my big my big plans for the actual holiday. But I will definitely be drinking while I am doing it because uh, because why not? <laughs> so if you ever uh, drive past my house or come over for something and you see fence that's really crooked, uh, that was probably one of the pieces that I was putting up while I was drinking heavily on the 4th of July. So you can always uh, use that trivia for something. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, I'm going to cut it a little bit short here so I can go uh, help get everything ready upstairs because we are supposed to be leaving the house uh, in like minutes. So um Cheers, everybody. Everybody be safe. Uh, everybody have fun. I don't know how many other places have fireworks tonight, but uh, uh, if you don't have fireworks where you live, go somewhere where there are some fireworks and then also go somewhere where there are fireworks tomorrow because uh, 4th of July is one of my favorite holidays. I love it, and uh, uh, hopefully you guys can uh, enjoy it the same way that I do. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll see you guys soon. Uh, stay tuned for some more podcasts coming in the very near future. I promise. <laughs> uh, Craft Parenting Joe says, Garage Beer is great. Can't find fretboard light. I'm sure it'll start appearing a lot uh, very soon. I think they said, I don't remember what the number of retailers they said it's in already, but it's, it's building. Uh, I'll be there. Uh, happy 4th, everybody. Cheers. I think science has also proven that beer tastes better when you're blowing shit up. So that's why the fourth is so great. Science. Science.